Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. All right, final segment of the season uh, and the Super Bowl. Obviously, the the talk of it, our picks, very simple. Boomer and I both love the over. Uh, also, look, light pick for the Niners for me. I, I'm with Boomer, though. It's very hard to go against Mahomes as a dog. Boomer, you ready for the final word in all things Super Bowl? I am ready. Bring it on. Let's do it. Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti, presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's, Lowe's knows home improvement. The final word. So what I've done here, we've got some questions, and then we're going to have some fun with props, awards, different things, just all things Super Bowl. And Boomer, I do want to start with one. Um, if the Chiefs win, do you think there's any chance Andy Reid steps away and goes out on top? Mike, did I ever tell you that? What? I I never said that, right? No. So, therefore, it can't be true. (laughs) Noted. Well, (laughs) listen, you're you're batting about 90% on the breaking news stuff this year. I just, I wondered, you know, the ability to... This is a dynasty if they win a third in five years. And hey, look, you hey, have look, the chance to go out on top. Right. No, no. You have you have the greatest quarterback of his generation. We are legitimately right in the middle of a dynasty, the Mahomes era. The only way that I would see Andy Reid even contemplate retiring if there was something physically wrong with him. That's a whole set of circumstances that, you know, I would not know about. If he did that because of some other ailment, I could understand that. But if things are the way they are and he's healthy, he ain't going anywhere. All right, so let's talk what's on the line for both quarterbacks. And obviously, immortality, winning a Super Bowl, et cetera. Look, for Mahomes, it's true dynasty. If you win three Super Bowls in five years, you're the modern dynasty. But also, I wanted to know your opinion. Would you, if he wins this, if he does this, and drags this team across the finish line, are, are you willing to put him, even though he hasn't won as many Super Bowls, are you willing to put him above Brady as the greatest quarterback you've ever seen? I got to see longevity. You know, okay. longevity, winning a Super Bowl with two different teams, 
uh, playing in nine Super Bowls. I mean, you know, listen, Tom Brady to me is in the stratosphere. Uh, I would say that Patrick Mahomes is in the penthouse right now with Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw. So he's still got a ways to go or right in the middle of his prime. But I could tell you right now, he's clearly the best quarterback playing in today's NFL. So I think there is a there's an arc here that if he is committed to his craft as much as Tom Brady was committed to his craft, then yes, he will definitely be right there with Tom Brady. All right, so for Purdy, obviously, it's changing the narrative, right? It's breaking the mold of Mr. Irrelevant and a game manager to to stardom, to true stardom, a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. What I mean, at what point is Purdy going to come knocking and go, hey, by the way, I hope you've enjoyed the free ride. Um, I'd like to be paid now. Don't you think a lot of that contract's on the line winning this game? You know, if he loses this game to the other quarterback – what I see for him in the future is like a morning radio show in San Francisco and then kick off with Mike Valeni. Perfect. Done. So this, this is like, <laughs> this is a big moment for this young man. And, and to be honest, I spoke to him, uh, interviewed him for the Super Bowl today. And he is real. I mean, it's so easy to root for this kid. He is down to earth. He's real. Um, he's very calm. Uh, I thought the poise in the interview and the answers were spot on. And then I did ask him at the end of the interview, um, at the end of uh, Super Bowl 58, the 49ers will be. And I was waiting to see how he was going to answer it. He thought about it for about two seconds, looked up and looked me right in the eye and said champions. So he's got the confidence, man. I love this kid. I just think he's going up against a very, very big obstacle in Patrick Mahomes. No, it's interesting, Boomers. You know, we talk about the Chiefs, and we've accepted they are a dynasty. They're a machine. You know, they're back here every year. People forget, man, what was it, four years in between the Niners being back in this Super Bowl, and they have gone all in every year. I I start to wonder, Boomer, if they get back to this Super Bowl and they lose, is this iteration of this team and franchise done? Meaning – there, there would be a lot of new faces. There'd be a lot of huge changes. And depending on how the game goes, a lot of uncomfortable conversations. I mean, it, it, there's a ton on the line for the Niners. Agree? Yes. And I, I think for Steve Wilkes in particular, the defensive coordinator, I mean, if they get run out of the building, there's going to be a lot of questions about his longevity there. The other thing I would say about this team right now is they don't have to pay Brock Purdy. They will. They'll give him a raise. And and I think that Kyle Shanahan has intimated that Brock Purdy is his long-term future at quarterback. The, one of the reasons they talked to Tom Brady in the offseason was because everybody forgets that Brock Purdy was coming off of a UCL Tommy John surgery at the behest of the Philadelphia Eagles in last year's NFC Championship game, and they didn't know whether or not he was going to come back. Not only has he come back, he has basically fractured any sort of uh, expectations that we had for him. I mean, he is he's exploded onto the scene. So I, I think they keep it going with him, certainly, uh, but there will be some hard decisions being made because they can't pay everybody. No, I mean, I, I mean Brandon Ayuk being one. Um, yes. All right, MVP, I know you picked the Chiefs, which means it would take a lot for Pacheco to get the MVP over Mahomes, but who is your non-quarterback MVP selection if it goes that way? Well, to me it is Isaiah Pacheco for the Chiefs if the Chiefs win, and I think he he gains 125 to 130 yards and two touchdowns. And maybe Patrick Mahomes plays the Patrick Mahomes type of, types of games that he has been playing in the playoffs. Now, last year, he was spectacular against the Eagles. Don't get me wrong. 
the, the spectacular game has not been seen in this playoff run. It's just been a really good, solid, nuanced, brilliant type of playing that he is that he is doing. So, I, I to me, it's Isaiah Pacheco because they are a more running team, and if it's not him, then it's got to be Travis Kelsey with Taylor Swift in in the building. The Super Bowl. The emotion that we saw from Travis two weeks ago against Baltimore, I think, carries over into this game, which means that he has a very good chance of being the MVP as well. Yeah, I got a couple of props for you. We'll get to those in a minute. I, I thought an interesting long shot because of the passing game. Look, if Christian McCaffrey can catch a screen pass and take it to the house, you know what you're going to get on the ground with him. Christian McCaffrey truly is one of the best athletes I've ever seen play that position, plus 450 for him to win the MVP. Just something interesting if – the Niners were able to get this going and win this damn thing. Who's an unsung hero? Guy no one's talking about that Boomer Sison believes is going to have a big Super Bowl. How about how about if Fred Warner causes a few fumbles? Because there's going to be a lot of collisions at that second level with the running game and the Chiefs. So yeah. maybe he has a couple forced fumbles if, in fact, he can do that. Maybe he has 12 tackles. Maybe he has a couple pass defenses. And maybe he even picks a ball off. So... From a defensive perspective, I could see Fred Warner, the leader of the defense of the 49ers, having a huge game just simply because of the position he plays and what I think the Chiefs are going to try to do offensively. So let's have some fun. I got I got a, a couple of crazy props, and you tell me what you think. So head-to-head -head is something you can bet in the Super Bowl, meaning it's like a golf tournament. It's Patrick Mahomes as a lay-in 15-and-a-half yards to Brock Purdy. Head-to-head -head passing yards. I'll take Brock Purdy in passing yards. Okay. Total passing yards in the Super Bowl set over under 501 and a half passing yards. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under I, there. Yes. I leaned under, too, because don't you imagine both teams able to run the ball? It would lead you to this, and you, you foreshadowed it earlier. Total rushing yards combined for the two teams. Over under, two thirty three and a half. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say yeah, both teams yeah. are going to run. You're you're talking about like a hundred and twenty yards a piece, mm -hmm. running the ball. Now you know the interesting thing is because they do this little pooch pass in the San Francisco and Kansas City offenses, and those are considered completed passes, which really drives me crazy. But I know um, I could also see a few reverses with Debo Samuel. Can't you see that? Yes. And I'd imagine no one needed the break of the two weeks between the Super Bowl versus the one like Debo did. And he right. was fine. He was good against the Lions. But it lacks some of that electricity and some of that pop. You could tell he was playing through pain. I imagine the two weeks, and they probably put him in a hyperbaric chamber, uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll come out firing in this game. Yep. So you, you brought up Harrison Bucker and the kickers. So I put a few of these on here. Total kicking points between Bucker and Jake Moody. And you got to remember, obviously, touchdowns, you only get one point. The field goals are the three. Bucker versus Moody, and it's dead even. Who's got more kicking points? Well, I think it's red zone defense, and I'm going to lead on Steve Spagnolo to keep the 49er offense out of the end zone. So I think Moody is going to have he, – he should have more points. But that doesn't mean he's going to have the most important points. I think Butler exactly. has the most important points. I'm I'm with you though, and this is just something from the time I was young watching football. My dad, field goals get you beat. 
You want a field goal to tie the game or win the game? That's the only time I want to see the damn kicker. Field goals will get you beat. And I think in especially, a game like especially this, when you're down 14, when you should be up 17 with an attempted field goal if you're the Lions. Oh sorry boy, about that. Yeah, that's no, don't be sorry to me. <laughs> I've tried to explain to people. It just, I tell you, man, it is it, the Dan Campbell thing. It, it has <clears> mesmerized <throat> people here. Um, how about this one? Over under on the total number of sacks in this game. We've got some great pass rushers. We've got some great blitzing. Over under between the two teams, four and a half sacks. Oh God, I haven't even thought <laughs> about this. I know that's uh, I'm going to say. Oh God, I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I haven't even really thought about this. I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say under, under your, because your of guy the money. Mahomes never takes sacks. I only took a couple last him. week. Took a couple last week, so I'm going to say under. Okay. Now, this is the number one prop in Vegas. Over, under. I, I swear to you, this is the, the, the most popular prop. <laughs> okay. Kyle Juszczyk, rushing yards, over, under, three and a half. Oh, Juszczyk, over, under, run. I'm not making that up. Oh, my I God. I talked to one of my guys in Vegas yesterday. I swear to God, I'll be rooting for this right out of the gate. I'm going to go you over. You need it. That a baby. Over. You give us one fullback belly for four yards. Come on now. Heads hey, or fourth, tails. Fourth, opening. Fourth, fourth and Judy runs for five. Okay, here. This is another great one. All yes. right, ready? Yes. Over under on the on the shortest the shortest touchdown is one and a half. Is over someone gonna under. score from the one yard line in this game? Yes. Yes. Yeah, is it? It's you feel it. You know it's going to happen. It has, it, right. I feel like it's happened a lot in the last few Super Bowls too, hasn't it? It has. You mentioned Kelsey. You think he's going to have a big game? Anytime touchdown, even money, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Opening coin toss. Heads or tails? I'm a heads guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me offer you this, and it's interesting. The Niners are plus two hundred to score a TD on the opening drive. They have done so 10 times this season, which is three more than any other team in football, and they haven't done it yet this playoffs. Niners plus 200 to score a TD on the opening drive. Um, I'm going to say no. I mean, it is a young quarterback okay. in his first Super Bowl. I'll say no. Well, listen, I, we have run the gamut. We, we've said it all. We've done it all. Another <clears throat> season in the books, the Super Bowl in the books. <clears throat> Boomer, tremendous job by you. Appreciate it. I know, I know you've been up since, like, midnight. Uh, <laughs> tremendous by you. Scones, appreciate it. Eddie Scazzeri. Guys, another season in the books. We'll be back for season three. Hopefully we bring you some off-season shows, but that's uh, TBA. Boomer and I got to work on that. For Boomer Zeiss and I'm Mike Valeni. Appreciate you guys listening. Enjoy the Super Bowl. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.